long as it's not something I bring, it's gonna be on like Amazon and YouTube and all those. Yeah. <laughs> the funniest will be, yeah, if you want to watch this movie, it's on iTunes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's get into it. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Last Ones in Podcast. I am Jariah Archuleta, joined today by Robbie. Hi. And E. Hello. And we finish off our last trilogy of the year today. Yep. No other ones. Technically. Basically. There's no other ones. Don't look. There's, yeah, don't look at the other ones. Don't And don't <laughs> There's an asterisk to next to it. Just ignore the asterisk. There's a lot of asterisks for our trilogy things, actually, this year. <laughs> yeah. Well, to be fair, one is one we could have never predicted. Which one? Uh, the one regarding this trilogy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, if I looked into that, probably there was probably news about it that I just didn't pay attention to. But I, to be fair, as of recording this, it is still just the trilogy. Yes, as of recording this, it is still technically of released films a trilogy. There is, however, in spring a fourth <laughs> film coming out in this set of monkey movies. But as of watching this, it is still just a trilogy. Spring twenty twenty four. I should mention in case somebody listens to this way in the future, and then that movie ends up like coming out in like twenty twenty six. Who fucking knows how things go nowadays? <laughs> They're like these idiots. This seventh one's coming out in spring. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, there is a fourth one that is a sequel to this, and I think a kind of a remake of the first Planet of the Apes from So when you say like? the first, do you mean actually the first? Like or the, the very first. first. Okay. Yeah, 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 the very, very original one. I mean, these are very different from what I have been told. They are very different, but that's also, I mean, I don't know, without even just explaining Planet of the Apes, I don't know how to explain it, but... These are very different tonally because they're just not as dark. Uh, or the originals aren't as dark, I should say. Yeah. This, these are much, much darker films. Maybe we'll get to that original one at some point. I yeah, feel like we I should. think it's probably worth it. I feel like we're, we're justified. It's, it's like in that list of classics that we should probably get to around some point. Yeah, I agree. This third one I've seen uh, twice now. Robbie. And this is my first time seeing it. E. I did not watch this monkey movie. All right. You had not seen any of the monkeys, though. No, I've never seen a monkey movie. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and uh, take it over to Robbie. Where can we watch this thing? So it's a little bit weird to watch this one because uh, there are the usual suspects of Amazon Prime for three seventy nine, Google Play, and Vudu for three ninety nine, And then I guess on Hulu, Sling, and YouTube TV, if you have a premium subscription, but it doesn't say exactly where. I, from what I can assume, apparently you can watch this on Disney+. Plus. So What? It might actually be on there because this is a 20th century film and disney yeah. bought oh. fox yeah so that might be what it is it might be on there it's pg-13 technically so it doesn't go against any of their boundaries that they've set up although they have r-rated stuff on I was there i gonna say do they not allow r-rated movies they didn't for the first couple of years that's stupid and now it will only allow an r-rated movie if it's an adult account so if it's a children's account it won't show any of the things you can like set yeah, one ratings that'll that's, show. That's usually how that works, yeah. Yeah, but it's like a very annoying thing to set up. Anyway, yeah, I'm assuming if you have a uh, Disney Plus, then yeah, it's a premium subscription uh, to that. Then you can watch it on Hulu, Sling, or YouTube. Yeah, it might also be a thing of in other countries on Disney Plus, and it's not on Disney Plus here. It yet, might be because that's been the case for uh, the Alien movies are on Disney Plus in the UK, but they weren't on Disney Plus in the US. That's our movie, though. That's our movie. <laughs> But yeah, uh, if anything, if you want to watch stream this somewhere, your mileage may vary a little bit. Uh, check your local listings or your local Google. Check your local Blockbuster. Check. Hey, somebody could. One, some people could. There's three people in the world. I think <laughs> that could. Uh, we watched it on 4K UHD. Monkeys have never looked so monkey. 
You, I honestly, I feel like you can hardly tell when they're CG. I think when it's far away, it's kind of when it's like big group shots. Is a yeah, yeah, big group shots. You can tell. Um, you can tell a little bit whenever they're speaking in English or human speak, whatever they call. It I for disagree. This one. I think it looks like a monkey. Still. I think the but, funniest part is that unlike almost anything, the closer it is, the harder it becomes. Yeah, yeah. and that's like just not true for anything ever. Yeah. The, the CG in this is spectacular. Yeah, it, it is. It is honestly spectacular. There's most of the time it almost looks like somebody wearing a suit until, like, you start to, like really like look into it, then it almost looks real. Like yeah. this might be the best CGI I've ever seen in any in any movie. Yeah, these you've never seen a better looking monkey in your life, except for a real monkey. And there's glass between there, so it's probably like some dirty glass. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna stick with it. There's some people who could probably just see a monkey. Yeah, there's definitely. Some I think people. they don't use glass now. What do they use? I think they just like put it in a pit. Oh, that's lame. Actually, I don't know if that would be true because monkeys are uh, known for climbing. They're good so at that. <laughs> maybe they don't put them in a pit. <laughs> I know they put one monkey in a pit, and it didn't go well for one kid. Yeah. So. Well, that was a gorilla. <laughs> oh, right. That's my bad. Ape, then. Yeah. That's my bad. Sorry. Sister. Actually, there are, in fact, no monkeys in this movie, technically speaking. Only apes. Yeah. 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 It's rated PG-13, and we're all kind of shocked that it got that rating because this <laughs> it should movie not. is super violent. This Super. and uh, the Two Kings, or whichever one, uh, should not. The two Kings? Yeah, Lord of the Rings. Oh, no, Lord of the, the Rings, Return of the King? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. One of them. <laughs> I think I mixed all of the names together. <laughs> the Fellowship of the, the Fellowship Two. Fellowship of the Two Tower Rings. Yeah. yeah. Um, was it two, two Towers is the one with the main war, right? Or is it the Return of the King? I mean, they both have very large battles. Oh, fair enough. Anyways, that this and that both probably should not be rated PG-13. Yeah. Like if if we listen to the commentary and they said that they literally just took frames out of the movie in order to get it to be PG thirteen, I would not be surprised. Like originally, we just had the monkeys beheading everyone, but the, they didn't like that. <laughs> they said oh, monkeys can only behead one other monkey, only one monkey beheading per film. That's the rule. We didn't write the rules. It could be one of those cases of like they add things to the movie that they know is going to get cut just so they can keep the things they want to keep. Who knows? It's Matt Reeves who directed this one. He directed the last one and this one and then went on to do The Batman. And he's working on The Batman 2 right now. Whatever that's going to be they called. They should get better names for these movies. <laughs> Is that just Matt Reeves? Does he just not like having good names for movies? The Batman's a pretty good name. <laughs> Which Batman is it going to be? The Batman. The Batman. What not do you mean? <laughs> There's just so many movies that are like Batman. This is the Batman. <laughs> Specifically, the Batman. It is quite possible he just likes putting the in the titles of his movies. There are movies. so many thes in these movies. There are less thes in this. There are sign. No. There's one less the. This isn't the war for the Planet of the Apes. It's just war oh, for the Oh, yeah. The Apes. Sorry. They could have put another one and still had a. <laughs> sorry. They only had two thes instead of three thes. <laughs> I think there's four thes in the new one. Yeah. Well, in the least scripts for the Batman, it was actually of the Batman. But they decided that he can't use that. Once Joker was right now, they couldn't call it the Joker for the Batman of the Apes anymore. <laughs> Joker of the, the Joker Bat- for the Batman of the, for the Planet of the Apes. Uh, so yeah, it is rated PG thirteen for murder sequences of sci-fi violence and action, thematic elements, and some disturbing images. Just some, just some, a lot actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, just a little bit of trauma. Yeah. 
take your kid to this movie. Not a kid's... I don't think a kid would like this movie. No, they would be bored out of their mind. Yeah, I think they would be super fucking bored. I, they'd be like, man, those look like monkeys. Can I please go somewhere else now? Can we go to an actual zoo instead? Yeah, yes, At least then I can see the monkey throw poop. And then they would have missed it. They would have missed the monkey throwing poop then. <laughs> Best part of the movie. <laughs> um, And I'm going to go ahead and read the back of the box here real quick. Sure. Before we get into anything else, actually. The tiniest back of the box ever. It's so it's itty bitty. One eighth of the back of the box is the description of the movie, and almost half of this back of the box is like saying a bunch of just legal about- jargon about the digital code inside of this box. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. In this thrilling climactic chapter of the Planet of the Apes saga. Caesar and his apes are forced into a deadly conflict with an army of humans led by a ruthless colonel. But after suffering unimaginable losses, Caesar resolves to avenge his kind, pitting him against the colonel for a final showdown that will determine the future of the planet. Of the apes. (laughs) (laughs) Can we get a the count for these (laughs) movies? The like most boring count. Like a cinema sins, but just for the word the. (laughs) Yeah. That's the uh, back of the box. It is a simple plot, but there's a lot of character depth in this, I actually think. Yeah. There's monkeys. There's so many monkeys in this one. Way more monkeys than before. This is the most monkeys per minute, I think, in all the movies. Yes, for sure. For sure it is. Um, But let's get into some initial thoughts here. Uh, Let's go with E on this one first. What'd you think? I think this does have, like, the gradual improvements all of them have been doing. All three. (laughs) Um, I think there's a lot of weird things about this movie. Like, there's some weird tonal shifts. Okay. That I don't like, I don't inherently think they're bad, but they're just like weird and kind of feel like, oh, okay, I guess we're doing this now. <laughs> um, big surprise. Uh, I think it's kind of long. Uh, I think, I think it, I think this is just true for all these movies. I, the second half is just a lot more interesting than the first half. Yeah. First half is always just complete setup. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just a lot. <laughs> <laughs> they don't meander as much in this one than the other ones, probably because there's no humans for most of the movie. It does really kind of get to the point very quickly. Yeah. So it, it's got that going for it. Uh, Yeah, it was, it's probably the best of them. <laughs> probably. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. It's probably the best of them. Okay. Robbie. So before I uh, get into this, I actually do really like this movie. There is like one thing that I kind of nitpick about this, uh-huh. or that I will nitpick about this movie, which is kind of like a okay, I guess. Monkeys don't talk, guys. <laughs> you don't know that. How many monkeys you hang out with? But one, uh, I'm kind of debating on whether I like the second one more than I like this one. They're kind of on even playing fields between Dawn and War. Okay. Like this one has a couple little weird things that they put inside of it, but like I think the overall kind of the structure of the second one of how it goes on this whole big thing of just like uh choosing between peace and war and how like sometimes you, there's internal conflicts even amongst your own people i really like that ideal in dawn compared to like this is just uh almost like humans are nazis in this movie <laughs> to be fair all nazis were human that is fair historically historically yes mm-hmm. um <laughs> 
but like it almost feels like another like retelling of just like like let's like retell Nazis only using this subject matter instead of like the actual Nazis. Okay. But like for like I said, I'm kind of debating in my head on which whether I like the second one or the third one better. But that being said, I really, really like the second one. And I do really like this one still. Like, they're both really good movies. Once again, CGI is top notch on this. Like, I'm kind of wondering how they did the CGI on this because it had to be painstakingly done. They just invented the serum, actually, and just those are all actors. Yeah, yeah they're, just, <laughs> they're actually just all apes. <laughs> they are union, Tur- though. <laughs> Turns out it was actually easier to teach apes how to speak English than it was to CGI all of them. <laughs> I bet that would be true. It might be. Uh, cool. Okay. But yeah, I liked it. All right. Uh, yeah, I like it as well. I don't think it's too long, but I do think it is very taxing because yeah. this movie is extremely dark. It's like two and a half hours, isn't it? Almost. Uh, I, I guess I didn't even say the runtime, did I? Yeah, uh, the runtime is two hours and 20 minutes. There you go. Yeah. Uh, that's just normal movie time. That's no, fine. it is not. That's normal movie time. Get <laughs> over not. it. You get over it. You're the one who debates me on the definition of a movie. That's a definition. It's just not how it works. I'm sorry. That's just not how long movies are. <laughs> movies aren't 70 minutes. That's barely a television special. <laughs> you keep increasing like the minimum you say that. <laughs> It's, it's the number was still forty. What? Well, that's not that's not a movie. That is not maybe fifty. Actually, that's barely one picture. <laughs> I don't know how cameras work. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I really like this a lot. I the reason I haven't watched it is because I didn't have the four K of it, and I really just wanted my second experience to be like watching it the best possible way. And then when I finally did get it, I was like, well, we should just start watching it for the podcast. So I just waited to watch it again for the podcast. And then now we did that. Yippee. So, Hooray. Uh, I actually owned the uh, Blu-ray of it for a very long time already. Mm-hmm. And I just never watched it. Because so, you wanted to watch 4K. Wanted to watch 4K. <laughs> it's very silly. But. Can't believe you didn't want to stream this movie with a bunch of rain, snow, yeah. dark. <laughs> I imagine dark. this movie on any streaming service looks like garbage if you don't have insane internet. Yeah. I just can't. Yeah. I mean, I feel like even with, with insane internet, there's still the compression to deal with. Yeah. Yeah. It's just going to be... It's just not. It's never gonna look. Tried, streaming is never was, gonna look as good. I think it was a Pacific Rim. Yeah, someone was streaming over here at once, and you just couldn't see shit. No, it's garbage. It's, it was awful. At. Yeah, it is impossible to watch Pacific Rim on streaming. No, that actually makes a lot of sense. Whenever I think about it, there's a lot of tiny that particles whole, constantly. Yes, that whole movie is dark and raining. <laughs> it snows in a bit. It does snow once. <laughs> yeah, and whenever it's not raining, actually, even sometimes when it is raining, it's still. They're fighting on the ocean and like throwing ocean yeah. water everywhere, and then there's just debris from buildings being crumbled everywhere yeah. all the time. That movie looks incredible on 4K, looks terrible on streaming. I could see that. Yeah. Uh, just once again, I'm on Christopher Nolan and Gabriel Dottaro's side. Uh, keep buying physical media. I'm on their side of begrudgingly because they make <laughs> it sound like it's a fucking political statement when, again, <laughs> you just have to be like, hey, if you like movies, go buy them. Guillermo del Toro tweeted and told me I have to keep buying physical movies. It's my responsibility. <laughs> so stupid. I'd love to stop buying all these expensive movies, guys, but I can't. I'm sorry. Dry he it. has directors up his ass just like, listen, you need to buy these movies. <laughs> Dry single-handedly is supporting the 4K industry. You know what? <laughs> I went to buy Saw X and Oppenheimer the other day. This is a side Yeah, bar. that's fine. But when I got there, Oppenheimer was completely sold out uh, in 4K. 
and I was just staring at it, and one of the clerks came up. I don't know if I told the story yet, but one of the you clerks told came it, uh, up. on stream, yeah. Okay, and he's like, "You looking for you looking for that Oppenheimer special 4K?" I was like, "What?" He's like, "Yeah, you said steelbook that folds." I was like, "I was just kind of looking for like any Oppenheimer 4K." And he was like, "Look, listen, I'm not supposed to do this. I'm supposed to wait for the guy who puts the movies out to do it, but I think I know where he keeps them. If you just give me some time, I can go look in the back." And I was there for like 20ish minutes, just waiting for the guy. And eventually he came out with like a handful of them. He's like, I found them, I found them. <laughs> I, thanks to that guy, I got one of the Oppenheimer 4Ks. But <laughs> it's like a better story than how I got uh, Krampus. Krampus. Yeah. It's, the, it's the exact inverse of <laughs> yeah, Robbie's story Yeah, it's the inverse of my story with Krampus. <laughs> I got a good movie. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, I mean, physical media, I mean, it's a Nolan film, so you're going to have all the Nolan nerds going out and being like, ah, blah, 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 but. That's what Nolan's. <laughs> I think that, that is what they sound like. Yeah. What they sound like. <laughs> they don't speak English. Um, <laughs> speak Nolanese. I would yeah. think it would be the Del Toro fans who don't speak English. Hey, uh, yeah. So, I mean, it's not that physical media is considered like useless in a lot of people's eyes. I think it's just that people don't care about enough movies for it to matter for yeah. a lot of things. I think also. People might still have it in their head how expensive Blu-rays were like six years ago. I got the Spider-Verse Blu-ray for twelve dollars. Yeah, I mean Blu-rays are still Blu-rays are DVD prices now. Yeah, and DVDs are like, why are you even buying this? Because it fucking looks like garbage. But now, if you want a VHS, that's actually going to cost more than the four K. Yeah, maybe. It, yeah, it definitely. <laughs> would. If you tried to put Oppenheimer on VHS. It would take and to make it not look like them. garbage. It would take like three VHSs, <laughs> probably more. No, you got Titanic on two, got Lord of the Rings on two VHSs. So what is what's the max? Is it four eighty? Is the max a VHS can go, or what is the max? It kind of depends. I think. Fair yeah. enough. To be fair, like it, it was a very rare media, and it's something I didn't even know existed until probably like last year. But there was HD VHSs yeah, at one point was. in time that was at ten eighty p. Yeah. Huh. So let's just bring kinda, them back. Let's do it. Fuck it. I don't give a shit. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they're like as long as the you are willing to pay for the physical technology of it, you can make a VHS look pretty good. Kind of the same way with Blu-ray. Yeah, if but it is one of those 4K, like you're you can... trying to get data onto a tape. So, like the the higher quality that it looks, the more tape it's going to make for like a shorter movie. Yeah, and the better the technology is, the less you have to compress that stuff down, the better it's going to look. That's just how it goes. Streaming sucks. This is my whole... Sp- I, I've been talking for 45 minutes about streaming now. So. <laughs> uh, we got to go back to monkeys. Back to monkeys. War for the Planet of the Apes. Uh, the plot is, honestly, uh, pretty simple. Because it doesn't have a lot of beats to it. Mm-mm. It is... You're hanging out with the monkeys. It starts off, actually, with a bunch of just soldiers going into the monkey compound. Yeah. And they get attacked. The monkeys do. And they fight back enough to get kill most of the soldiers, and you learn that some monkeys have actually betrayed monkeys. They're called donkeys. They are called. They call them donkeys, which is funny, but weird. <laughs> and they are just like I think they're called donkeys because they carry all the stuff. They carry all the stuff, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but they basically still have that um mindset from what's his name from the, from Koba from Koba, yeah, of like Caesar, you're weak. And you're not good enough to get us through any of this, so they're going to kill us if we don't just give in to what they want. Which wasn't even really what Coda was about. Coda just like had a super hate boner for humans. He wanted to kill all of them. Yeah, because how they treated. So, them. but like it kind of shows how like 
it's the same amount of hate, but it's just like the ideals switched at some point in time. Yeah, pretty much. And so you find out that there's some of those, and they capture four humans and one of the donkeys. And Caesar's just like, hey, you're an awful person. And they're like, well, Caesar, and one of the humans is like, Caesar, if you're so great, why we got some of your monkeys on our side? Like, because they are afraid of me. And then the monkey's like, we're not afraid of you. Ah, you suck and terrible. If anything, you should be afraid of us. Yeah. And then he goes to, or he tells one of his other apes to take the donkey away. You only know his name as Donkey throughout the whole thing. You don't learn a lot of characters' names in this one, actually. You don't. You really don't. And he lets all of the humans go, sends them back, and tells them, let your... Let my people go. Man, no. <laughs> well, yeah, because they talk about the colonel and how the yeah. colonel is leading them. And he says, like, tell your colonel. If we just want to be left alone. Yeah, we the are. The force they, is we, ours. Yeah, the for, like, leave the force alone and leave us alone. Like, we just want peace. Mm-hmm. He's like, well, uh, what if we don't tell our. Well, what our. It was Maurice, I think is who yeah, it was, yeah. who said, uh, what if they don't tell him? Says, it doesn't matter. They're the message. Yeah. Which is great, actually. It's really cool. Yeah. Uh, Caesar's a badass. But. The donkey escaped. Yes, the donkey escaped uh, from monkey name Snow. Winter. winter. Snow monkey, winter monkey, whatever. And Snow uh, winter monkey. The abominable <laughs> snowman. The abominable ape. And like, well, he got away. That's all. Uh, oh, well, I guess. Nothing you can do. And then you learn that Rocket and Caesar's son went off on a mission to try and find the new land, basically. Copernicus or something, I don't remember. <laughs> no idea. <laughs> uh, Copern- that was the... The baby? Yeah, the baby one. Trying to find him. Caesar Jr. Claire Claire. I feel like it started with a C. <laughs> Cameron. <laughs> Kaleidoscope. It starts with a K. Does it? Yeah. Why? That doesn't make sense. Because it's a funnier letter. Oh... Anyway, yeah, they get they, those two got back on a trip, and they basically yeah, Cornelius were was the younger one. I try, I'm having a hard time finding the other one, but anyways, yeah, his yeah. other son, yeah, yeah. So he has a baby son, and a grown son, and a wife, and the grown son and Rocky get back, and they like went to check out military base, but also like the homeland, I guess. They just were looking for somewhere to go. Yeah, they were oh, looking okay. for somewhere to go to get away from the soldiers who were trying to kill them. So like, basically trying to find peace by moving to a different land. They were like, listen, there's this forest. And between us is a desert, so no one's going to go here. Yeah. He's like, that would be perfect. It's really far away, so that'll just be great for everybody. And Winner's like, we should go now. And Caesar's like, uh, I don't know if that's a great idea. It's like, what if they leave us alone for a while? Maybe we can just take our time and uh, really just get ready for it. And Winter's like, you bitch, and runs away. <laughs> Basically, yeah. Yeah. And then that night, while they're all resting and sleeping, you start to see these green lasers coming through the waterfall. Turns out it's a whole military people, and the colonel's there too, and they're trying to stop them from killing everybody. Turns out they were there just for Caesar. Yeah. But Caesar wasn't near his family, so he couldn't defend them. And his oldest son and his wife end up being killed. Uh, the only reason why his youngest son didn't get killed is because he hid, and that's whenever Caesar learns who the colonel is. And tries Beard to chase man. Him. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think he's literally just called the colonel the entire time. Yeah, he just called the colonel the entire time. I think it's because like, he hears uh, in the cave at one point in time saying that uh, King Kong has fallen 
yeah. or something along yeah. those lines. So they thought they really they like Caesar. Kong. Like they really yeah. like calling him Kong. Yeah. I mean, I hate to say it. I think that's why they just called the other apes that were with them Donkey because Donkey Kong. They just roll <laughs> barrels. It'd be funny. I don't know. I don't think that. I think no. I don't think so at all. Stuff, but you never know. I like the idea. Right? I do know. I'm actually in Evan Reeves' minds or whatever his name is. Matt Reeves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how far in his mind. I know him on a last name I know his basis. real name. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So, his son's dead, and we don't have to look up his name anymore, Robbie, because we'll never yes, talk we about do. him again. <laughs> uh, it, yeah. So, Caesar's like, all right, fuck it. All right, you guys go to the Holy Land. I have to go on a crusade. Basically, yeah. I'm going to say, like, the last one was like, yeah, uh, Caesar's Batman. This one's like he's like Jesus, basically. Yes, pretty much. <laughs> so, you know. I need to go and spend 40 days and nights in the desert now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, he's on, he goes on a recon mission to figure out where they are. And, and then you- Maurice, Rocket, and uh, Fourth Ape. Silver. Silver. <laughs> Starts with an L. Sam. Lazarus. Last of Us. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so Maurice, Rocket, and Ellie Last of Us, <laughs> as E would put, so eloquently put it. I really can't remember his name, so. Yeah, yeah I just remember it started with an L, but, but he's yeah. he's been there all the movies. Lucius. Luca. Luca. Luca? We were, yeah. We were, we were getting closer. Yeah, yeah, we were. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, they go on an adventure. Yeah, because they don't want to um, leave Caesar by himself. Yeah. Um, They find, or they just come across this place. They say, oh, like, there's this dam, but... It seems like there's always a fire burning over here, so somebody's here. Mm-hmm. And whenever they go there, they find a guy who's gathering firewood. And he's like, okay, I'm just going to go ahead and put these down. And then reaches for his gun, and Caesar shoots him. Yep. Heartless. And then they find a child. And Maurice is like, hey, Caesar, I don't, I don't think she can talk. And Caesar's like, okay. He's like, like, maybe we, we should help yeah. her. And she's like, no. I hate children. <laughs> <laughs> he's pretty mad at humans right now. Yeah. And Maurice is like, okay, uh, I get it if you can't take the human with you. But I can't leave human here because I'm not an asshole, Caesar. <laughs> if that's your real name, <laughs> and they end up taking this child with them, yeah. who uh, when you first see her has a bloody nose, can't talk. She can only make like ah sounds. Yeah, nonverbal is yeah. the more eloquent way to put it. Yeah, no, it makes ah sounds. <laughs> <laughs> and so she's on the adventure with them. They eventually find where the colonel is held up. They're scouting it out. When they're doing that, uh, some they're like, oh, man, look at these soldiers' horses. Where's the soldiers go? And then the soldiers attack Caesar and Luca, and Luca jumps in the way and saves them. Actually, before they even get there. No, you yeah, skipped a there's bit. A whole, you did skip a whole there's big There's an thing. entire character that was so, yeah, <laughs> yeah. in between these. So before all that happens, I guess we should probably say, uh, while they're following the humans, because they do find a camp, uh, they find Winter there. And start yeah. interrogating him, and they basically say like uh, that donkey told him that he could give him safe passage, and it turns out that Winter was scared of being killed one way or the other, so he took the human side through fear, and Caesar kills him as a way of retribution. Yeah, he's angry. Yeah, because like he said, like he basically says like they just wanted you, and he's like, yeah, they wanted me, and my wife and child died because of it, and so they kill him. Uh, then they see the camp moving, and so they decide to start following them, and at one point the camp stops. They hear gunshots, and when they go and they check, they find that the humans had killed other humans, like execution style. One of them is still alive, but he can't talk, so he finds that they're killing people who are nonverbal. And ah sounds. Yeah. Because he just makes an ah sound and then realizes, like, oh, he can't talk, and then as a mercy killing kills that guy. 
Yeah, so After- they, they keep exploring. Uh, they're, like, scouting out, and then uh, a cloaked figure is, like, starting to steal all their stuff. And, like, what the what the heck? This guy's stealing our stuff. So they chase him into what looks like it's just a dead mall. Yeah, it kind of does look like that. Actually, I almost wonder if it's the city hall. Oh, yeah, it could be that, too. Because, like... It's very rundown. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I was almost thinking, like, a very high-end hotel because of the uh, fireplace that he's hiding in. Fireplace could be in any one of these places. Yeah, yeah. it could yeah. be. Fire, but very fire rundown doesn't bu- discriminate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very rundown run building, but yeah. was nice at one point in time. They catch the figure, and the figure, like, gives all the stuff back and, like, walks out, and then, oh, my gosh, it's a monkey. It's another ape. Yeah. And he just keeps on saying, bad ape, bad ape, and... Up until this point, he's pretty much the only other ape that speaks, uh, other than Caesar. I a think couple Koba of them, did. yeah, a couple of them can speak. They just aren't as eloquent yeah. as Caesar. Well, it's I was gonna say that's actually one of the things I was kind of nitpicky about. Is it seems like the apes have the ability to speak; they just choose to use sign language. It's almost like sign language is the language of the apes, and it's the, like their first language. Yeah, well, it's that's if everybody the, speaks your first language. Why would you opt to speak the second language that all of you kind of only understand how to do? Yeah, <laughs> but I was gonna say that was one of my big nitpicks is that Caesar uh, almost exclusively uh, speaks English this entire time instead of using sign language, while most of the other apes just use sign language. And it seems like later on they could have u- let him just use uh, speak while still using sign language, like with Bad Ape, because Bad Ape doesn't understand sign language because he wasn't part of their group. He never but learned. he, yeah, he never learned. But he did learn English by listening to other humans, and so it would make more sense if him and Caesar just spoke English to each other. But like, I don't know, like I said, it is definitely a nitpick. Like, it's not really that big of a deal. I'm gonna say, language in movies is always have this issue where it's like you have to make a choice on the person watching being able to understand what's happening and like what makes sense for real life. Unfortunately. Yeah. I mean, I hate to say it, it almost seems like people complained that there was, like, too much apes just doing sign language back and forth to each other in Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. And so in this one, they uh, chose to have them speak uh, speak more, even though they still could have had speaking moments. But once again, like I said, it's not a huge deal, but it is a nitpick of mine of this movie, is that Caesar s- seems to speak English way more often than he does uh, do sign language. Just more comfortable with it. I don't know. I never, I never thought much more of it, honestly. But, yeah, I could see that's a nitpick. Yeah. Like I said, it's literally not that big of a deal. But anyways, like, yeah, because yeah, so. uh, it's one of those things like they could have made it to where like he was sign languaging more often and, until this point wherever they meet Bad Ape, because that's what they call him throughout the whole movie, because that's what he just calls himself. Well, it's all he's, it's, he was always told he was a Bad Ape. Yeah, so he's just Bad Ape. But Caesar and him speak English back and forth to each other because Bad Ape doesn't understand sign language. Uh, but is really excited that he's meet, met other apes because he's been alone for a very long time at this point. And he is like a very, very old ape. If he were a human, he'd be like in his sixties or seventies. He's balding. Balding. I didn't everywhere. even know apes could do that. Yeah. yeah. Uh and he's like not he's super weird. Like man in the mountains kind of like weird guy who's been like drinking moonshine his whole life kind of thing. Like that's his vibe. <laughs> and he's just very kind of out there. Yeah. And he starts talking to them about everything and he's like, Listen, I know I know where it's at. Uh, don't make me take you there and Caesar's like I had a kid you know and he's like alright I'll take you yeah basically (laughs) (laughs) Uh, the thing that I think is very funny about him is that about Bad Ape is there has been no like comedic relief in any of these movies yeah like I was talking about how there's weird tonal shifts and Bad Ape is one of them because it's like not 
it, it really almost feels like they were like, okay, this movie's too dark and depressing. It does yeah. feel that way. This movie like, does get rather dark. Because he does stuff. I'll give him this. He does stuff. Like, he's not like a... He's useful. He's not like a just literally only for comedic relief. But, like, he's he feels weird in this movie. Yeah. I agree. I, I think very purposely so, though. Because, like, he's funny. But he's funny because he's just so weird. But the reason why he's weird is because he spent so much time by himself. I mean, I'm not talking, like, in-universe. I'm just talking, like, from a, like, production perspective. It's just kind of a weird thing to have this character in this story. Yeah, I agree, actually. I think it's one of those things to where... Oh, I think it's twofold. I think that it was in the era where Marvel was everything. Mm-hmm. And so they need to have comedy and they need to have the drama, because that's what Marvel does. And two, I think this movie is so insanely dark that they were worried about losing people. Uh, from just how dark and kind of dry it is with this I'm going to say... All the people who would have been lost because it's so dark would probably already have left because this is the slowest opening in history. <laughs> I actually think the opening is super fast. This was faster than all the, compared to the other two. Yeah, <laughs> the other two take the first one takes like two thirds of the movie to do something. The second one takes half of the movie. This one takes a third. Yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah, you know the next one maybe they'll just start at the interesting stuff. I'm joking. We'll watch the trailer. How is a war? Are starting off with a war scene boring for you? Because <laughs> it's immediately after nothing. It's just back to normal. No, it's not. Like right after that, all his family gets murdered, and then right after that, they're on a journey. And then, yeah, and they, I, like, I would say the middle is the most boring part of this. Sure. Yeah, like the actual journey part of it is is like a little bit long in the tooth. Don't get me wrong, but that's like, like that's it what does I'm start referring off. to. I'm not literally saying the start. <laughs> like, but yeah. Um, but yeah, from what I can tell, it's one of those. It seems like Bad Ape also had a child at some point in time, and also died. No, he from specifically something. said he yeah. did have a child. Yeah, yeah, but like he doesn't say that it died from something. But you kind of get the gist of it. Is like that's kind of their bonding moment. Is like they they're both either both lost their kid. Yeah, they somehow. both lost their kid. So he's like, okay, like I'll, I'll help you. Yeah. So he helps them. So he helps them, and then that's when we get to the part where they're at the lookout. Yeah, and uh, yeah, Luca takes the bayonet for caesar and ends up dying and she's like you guys go away I'm, i have to be sad and brooding now yes i have to do this by myself even though it seemed like this was like luca at least seemed like it felt like he this was a redemption moment for him because he says at least i was able to protect you this time yeah because in the last one i think he like tried to and it didn't he wasn't fast enough yeah yeah and so caesar goes off to the compound with a shotgun just marching right on in expecting nothing to go wrong i guess uh, and there's just a bunch of crucified monkeys yeah a bunch of crucified monkeys outside they were sinning monkeys they sinned yeah so. uh one was a thief so <laughs> There was a good thief and a bad thief. <laughs> and, and he's, they, there was a butt thief. <laughs> What's a butt thief? <laughs> oh, man. Um, so, yeah, he ends up getting knocked out by Donkey and is captured. Ack. And you get the first big discussion with Colonel. And I think Colonel's a really good character. Colonel's good. Is he in the other one? No. Nope. Okay, I didn't know if he was one of the guys from the last one or not. Yeah, there's no reoccurring human characters good <laughs> i wonder if the next one will change that actually no we'll watch the trailer uh and uh it's and just no it's di- it's different it's very different thing yeah. okay so yeah he gets captured has the discussion with the colonel and is that the first discussion that they have where it's just like 
hey, I caught all you guys, and if you didn't have such a hate boner for me, they wouldn't have get maybe that you could have protected them. Yeah, yeah. He's like, ah. and then I don't think it's the I don't think it's till their next conversation where they actually like everything like all the exposition is dumped. Yeah. <laughs> I think this first one is just like Colonel's an asshole, and yeah. look at him eat those yeah. pears. <laughs> Nope, it was the second one where he's eating the pears. The oh, first man, he doesn't even eat pears in the first no. conversation. No, the first one, he's doing the whole, like, look at me. I wear my sunglasses out. Oh, yeah, because like, there's the one already. when he just catches him. Yeah. And is like, you, you fucked up, kid. Yeah. yeah. He does give him, like, the you fucked up, kid moment, uh, yeah. speech. Yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> you know, the definition of insanity is may as well be well, like this interaction is. <laughs> Kind just, of, like, yeah. Trying to show how badass he is and how weird and off the wall he is. Uh, also, something we should probably bring up is like Caesar's been the whole time being like, "Man, this is kind of what Cobo would do, huh?" Yeah. He even after killing uh, Winter as a dream or a nightmare rather about Cobo being like, "Ape, no kill ape," and he wakes up from that. So he's feeling guilty about it, but he also realizes like he's just kind of completely entrenched in his anger because he lost his family. So he's like, "Yeah, I get it now." Uh, humans suck is where he's at at this point anyway. Except for this girl. She's cool. She's one of the good ones. Yeah, except for this little girl. <laughs> All the ones that talk, though. <laughs> um, So then he ends up putting Caesar in a cage. In concentration camp. It's literally concentration camp, yeah. Yeah. And all the apes are there, and they don't want to talk to him. And the one, uh, his son's girlfriend, Lake. Ape, Lake, oh yeah. Lake is like, Hey, I know it's weird that they don't want to talk to you. We've been through a lot, though. And we haven't eaten or drank in seven days. Yes, yeah, it's uh, been been a lot, so they don't really want to talk to you. That's why. And then they're working the next day to build this wall because the colonel's big thing is build my well, build that wall. Is his whole thing. Yeah, it yeah. came out in 2017, <laughs> <laughs> and he's using all of the apes as slave labor to build that wall. And then uh, something goes bad, and an orangutan falls down. They start whipping that orangutan. And Caesar's like, stop that. And they everyone stops, and then riot happens. They're like, yeah, fuck the system. <laughs> fuck you, I won't do what you tell me. <laughs> and they start whipping Caesar, and then he threatens to kill him, saying, like, tell them that they're going to have to work, or I'm going to uh, shoot you. Yeah, I'm going to shoot you, basically. And Caesar's like, do it, bitch. Yeah, he also uh, shoots the orangutan. Yeah. yeah also, that's originally being whipped. The unnamed orangutan. Yeah. And so he has his gun to there, and he's counting down, and then Lake picks up a rock. She's like, what? Ah, ah, ah. And they all pick up rocks, being like, yeah, we'll work. Don't kill Caesar. Uh, then they crucify Caesar. Yes. <laughs> well, all the while, Caesar's like, food, water. They need food. They need water. And he's like, I've never heard of monkeys needing food nor water. <laughs> it's like, well, they build the wall, and I'll give them their food and their water. No, they need it now. Well, after they build the wall, they need it now. Yeah. It's and- like, did I ever tell you I had a kid? <laughs> <laughs> well then he gets crucified and then he ends up having a meeting with the colonel, uh, the colonel and that's where you get all of the yeah the colonel's like yeah you, you know how like sometimes there's people who don't talk uh that's that's the virus yeah it's the virus Ec. mutating and they're becoming awful and they're just not even what humans are supposed to be so i went out of my way to make sure that this never happens again like the if, first and, case was yeah. my son and, and i shot him He's like, and then I, I was freed. I learned what my true purpose in this life is. Shooting people. <laughs> kind of. Shooting children in particular. Yeah, and then you also learn that the huge army that they had seen before wasn't 
like to meet up with them to yeah. go gung ho and be giant army. It's that the other army came to kill him because he was a traitor and went rogue on killing all of these people because yeah they they were like we well, could probably cure him or something. And he's yeah. like no that's insane <laughs> that's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, because during his speech, he does say that, yeah, they were looking for a cure, and then we killed all the doctors. Yeah. He's like, so they're all going to come for me. That's why we need this wooden stone wall made by monkeys (laughs) (laughs) to save from the military copters and tanks. (laughs) I mean, arguably, the monkeys are the, like, top of the food chain or whatever. Yeah, that's all. Even when he says, he's like, what, you think that we just let you guys go and then everything's fine, we all live happily. He's like, it doesn't work that way. It's not how the food chain works. <laughs> You'll kill us. There's no other option. Yeah, he's like, what if we don't? He's like, nope. Never heard of it. That's insane. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and then Caesar just keeps like being like, fine, fuck you. Give uh, them food and water. Give them food and water. Uh, and he eventually relents and gives them food and water. Yes, well, yeah. he puts Caesar out to be crucified again. Yeah. And that morning when everybody else is getting food and water, Donkey comes up to try and or to give Caesar water. And then, right when Caesar's about to take a drink, he pours the whole bucket of water on him. By the way... Just kill someone. This is the middle of winter. It's the middle of winter, so it's very cold. That could genuinely kill someone. But I think, I guess that scene with all the exposition dump, if you didn't already know that Colonel was a fanatic, then you very much know that he is a fanatic now. Yes. And even the next day, when all the soldiers are marching in, they have a fucking Nazi march. Yeah. They have, like, a chant that they have to do specifically. He's up on high, watching them all. It's a... It's very it, It's Nazi very the man imagery. in the high tower. Yeah. It's feeling. go it's it's hitting what it's going for, you know. Subtly with an E. <laughs> <laughs> and uh yeah, everybody's finally uh, getting food and water and stuff like that. And Caesar is put in his own cage that night. Yeah, and he's like, if he lives then we'll shoot him. No, or so whatever. we'll put him back to work tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they say if he survives us, we'll put him back to work. <laughs> And all the while, you have Bad Ape, Maurice, the girl, and Rocket. And Rocket out there like, ah, this shit's fucked up. What do we do? And the girl's like, ah. And then just walks into the <laughs> the camp. Yeah. And well, gives... What? I was going to say, was this around the time they also found the tunnel? Yes. Cause, they find tunnel yeah, because Bad Ape fell through, uh, yeah, fell through some wooden planks. Yeah, and yeah. they find a tunnel... A bunch of graffiti showing like an escape and stuff like that from a bunch of people who had left the camp already. And uh, one of the graffiti on the wall says Ape Apocalypse now, which is just fun. It's About as subtle fun. as the movie, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it really is. It, is. <laughs> <laughs> it lets you know the tone it's going for, which is Apocalypse yeah. Now, one of the darkest fucking war movies ever made. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, the girl just walks into camp, no one stops her. Fucking, the spotlights are on her half the time. <laughs> Nobody says anything. And she goes up to Caesar, gives him her plague toy. Yeah, because it's covered in her blood, so it's a plague toy because she has plague. I mean, I just remember that was a thing. And, like, I think they stopped doing it around the 90s, where basically they would just be like, uh, yeah, this toy uh, probably got all her germs, so we should just incinerate it. Yeah. They might still do that, actually. I don't know. They should, maybe, actually, if you have plague. Probably get rid of that doll. <laughs> you know, that's true. I mean, before it was plague dolls, it was actually plague blankets. But that goes way, way back. Mm, it does. Uh, yeah, so she gives Caesar some water, goes over to the other cage, all the way across the yeah. thing where she's way out in the open. With this- all the spotlights on her yeah. and actual people just walking past her. Yeah. <laughs> is that a little girl in the camp? Well, she's not an ape, is she? 
yeah, I guess, and just keep moving the spotlight. <laughs> just be like, uh, we, there's no girls here. It's probably a ghost. There's no girls allowed. <laughs> <laughs> that might be true. That might, that's probably true. No, there's some girl soldiers there. Were there? Yeah. Oh. Well, I wasn't paying that. They were sparse, but they were there. (laughs) Listen, he may be racist, but he's not sexist. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, get some oats, grains from some of the other monkeys, because that's all they're being fed. Yeah. And takes over Caesar, gives him, and then a bunch of soldiers are coming out, and she has to hide behind. Now. (laughs) Now she has to hide suddenly, yeah. And so she hides poorly. And Rocket's like, I gotta make a distraction. That's the only way she'll get out of there. And then he puts a mask, he puts like a surgical mask over his eyes and puts his pants down and he starts running down. <laughs> <laughs> different movie, different movie. Oh, sorry, sorry. sorry. <laughs> no, he just like goes in and he's like, ah, ah, I'm a monkey. Yeah. And then they're like, that's a and monkey. That- <laughs> like, holy shit, a monkey. And then he fights Donkey and gets the shit beat out of him from Donkey. Hey, he could have won that fight if they didn't stop him. I think he would have won that fight if there was an intervention, actually. Rocket's a fucking... Rocket badass. is a badass, don't get me wrong. Yeah. And so he gets put into camp and everyone's like, uh, what's up? And he's like, We got a plan. Yeah. And so they start sign languaging back and forth. Uh, because for some reason nobody else wanted to do plan with him, I guess. I mean, what are they gonna do? I guess, yeah. But, but yeah, I and think... they're all pretty weak, actually. Rocket yeah. wouldn't be weak. So that yeah, Rocket's sense. been eating like a king. Yeah, he's been eating fucking... He's got all those MREs. Yeah. Especially com- in comparison to everyone else at the camp, I guess. Yeah. But yeah, this is, they have one meal in their week there. Yeah, and yeah. he's been fucking eating an MRE every day. <laughs> yeah, And MREs are basically just calorie packets. Yeah, they really are. I, would, I feel like an MRE would kill a monkey. I don't... It wouldn't kill a monkey. It's not the most nutritious thing in the world, but, like, it's meant to just be, like... I think each MRE is, has something, like, around, like, 1,200... Or, yeah, like, 1,200 calories in don't it. Don't they usually have a bunch of salt? Oh, yeah, that's tons of sodium. Like, I don't think monkeys can eat a lot of salt. Yes, they can. 3,000 3, grams yeah. of sodium or something like that. Uh, salt is kind of like a treat to monkeys. It's so. a treat to us, too. So yeah, that doesn't sense. mean they can eat a lot of it. Us, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say, I think in general, humans are pretty high tolerance for like sodium, though. Yeah, I think so. We can put a lot of rocks in our blood. I think some small animals literally explode if they give like Ooh, salt in them. That's fun. Anyways, enough about the like yeah. monkey biology. If you know the answer, <laughs> go ahead and let us know. But. Yeah, give us an email or uh, whatever. DM. <laughs> and so they start coming up with a plan, and they start talking to Maurice on the outside and with Bad Ape, and they get a plan. They like figure out the amount of steps it is from the tunnel to under the cages, so they can dig a hole from the bottom down from the bottom up to get everybody out that way, all sly like. It's almost like they're making an underground railroad. That's a different <laughs> war. <laughs> but still relevant to what they're trying to say. Yeah. <laughs> Listen. I-, I feel like they're always was- telling me that the slave monkeys might be a metaphor for something. Maybe. I would never. <laughs> <laughs> I might. Uh yeah. But like they basically plotted out where it's thirty seven to the adults and then fifty seven to the kids. Uh but oh shit. This is, in fact, just a water tunnel, whatever you call yeah. those, a sewer. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Um, and there's water in it. Yeah. So uh, they... It turns out the the dam that they made, or, yeah, the one of the pla- uh, passageways that they blocked off. I can speak today. Uh, one of the passages that they blocked off, they did it because it was, like, a whole bunch of water coming through, and they just realized, like, oh, shit, like, if we uh, make the tunnel going towards the children then we're going to flood the tunnels and they're going to be useless to us. Yep. 
Yeah, so they're like, uh, well, we have to find another way. Like, yeah, well, like, we'll get the children out above ground. Yeah. <laughs> and like, <laughs> again, another just huge tonal shift at this point. Yes, at this point, you get like that kind of music. It may as well be Mission Impossible. Yeah, like it does kind of go off the walls, but it does make sense with the plan that they have because, like, it's not out of like the realm of possibility it just is a weird tonal shift it yeah. is i agree with you because it's it's like this whole big dark thing of like how do we save the children well they they save the children by throwing shit at the guard yeah like there's the, one guard on duty one like it's, it i do agree it's a weird tonal shift it goes from like schindler's list to home alone yeah yeah <laughs> uh so yeah basically they throw shit at the guard as he goes into the jail because like, he's an idiot yeah like who threw that who threw that who threw this shit and then he gets more shit thrown out and then fucking rockets there like with the shit in his hand like a baseball like gonna beat fucking like, hit him come on again make my day and there is no mistaking it for mud because they have steam coming off of it yeah it's great it's also, real silly as much as like getting hit by mud sucks that would not be that visceral of a reaction no no, um, getting hit by shit, however. Anyways, yeah. there's a giant asshole that the guard didn't notice, and they just pull him down into it. Presumably he's dead. I don't know. Yeah, I'm yeah. guessing he's pretty dead. <laughs> I-, I presume if a monkey hits a human, uh, it- they're doing it hard enough to kill him. Yeah, I would bet. Yeah. And so, yeah, they get all of the monkeys out. All the and adult they- monkeys. All the adult monkeys, and they get the key, and then they're all on their way to go and like save the kid monkeys, and yeah. then the other army gets here, and it's all out warfare. Uh, once they actually, I guess they unleash well, the kids. No, they get all the kids. Yeah, they get all the kids. Yeah, they get all the kids through the tunnel, and then after they get all the kids through the tunnel, Caesar looks up at the uh, colonel's living yeah. quarters, and he's just like, "I can't leave." Yeah, and, and he tells Rocky, "Like, you know, there is something. I am kind of like Cuba, Coda, Co- No, it's Coba. Actually, <laughs> uh, Cuba. <laughs> I am kind of like Cuba. It's Carl, okay. <laughs> Uh, and he's like, I just can't let my anger go. And Rock is like, okay, I completely understand. You do the you do. Uh, so yeah, he goes up to the Colonel's room. Uh, and so I, I expected a little different, but I basically got to what I expected. Okay. Uh, so we'll just tell the, how it goes and then I'll say what I expected. Okay. Uh, he goes up there, uh, sees like a bunch of stuff strewn about and like the, the army's like knocking on the door, like you got to get out here. You got to lead us. And, uh, there's like stuff everywhere. The ki- his picture of his kids there and it's all bloody and his whiskey is out and also all bloody. And there's like a trail of rum or whatever drink of choice, whatever kind of hooch he's making. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, PG 13. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and he gets into the room and you see, he sees the colonel's like gun on the side, so he goes to pick it up. And when he looks at the colonel, the colonel has the nosebleed and yeah. is nonverbal. Yeah, because he picked up the plague doll from earlier. Yes, and you get a moment that calls back to the conversation they have with their big conversation because the colonel yeah. in that old conversation is like, "What would you have done if you were given that situation? I bet you would have done the same exact thing as me." And then uh, Caesar's in that same exact situation, and you get to you kind of see it on Caesar's face of like him thinking about like what he really should be doing and he ends up just putting the gun down and walking away from the colonel and the colonel picks up the gun you see it you see him put it right to his eyeball it cuts to uh the back of Koba and you just see the flash and the sound of the gun PG13 PG13 <laughs> uh 
Uh, you don't see yeah. him kill himself. Yeah, like uh, Caesar leaves. So well, I I did expect like the suicide. I thought Caesar was just gonna get it up there, and like the colonel had just already committed suicide, oh. and like Caesar would never have gotten be able to have his fulfilled like thing. Oh, that would have been sad. That it would have. That's why I kind of expected it. That's kind of <laughs> it. This was once ob- the movie stopped being Mission Impossible for a bit. It did get somber again. It did get yeah. very somber. Yeah. Uh, this actually, in a weird way, almost got more somber because it was very similar to the ending of um, Breaking Bad. Of yeah. the, is this what you want? Then do it yourself. Yeah. Maybe don't spoil Breaking Bad though. Huh? <laughs> so maybe don't spoil Breaking Bad though. Breaking Bad has. If I've seen Breaking Bad, yeah. then everyone's seen it. <laughs> Might be fair, actually. <laughs> I was gonna say, keep in mind that episode came out like ten, almost twelve years ago now. Yeah, that's true. Breaking Bad's so much older than Breaking Bad is old. Oh, yeah, that makes me old now. <laughs> yeah, Better Call Saul's season you five f- came out ten years ago, Jariah. <laughs> it feels that way, actually. I feel like there was a huge gap between. Like, there was four a pretty big five. gap. Yeah. Uh, I was gonna say, like, yeah, if you want to feel old, keep remember that Breaking Bad came out in two thousand five. So season five, the final season, would have came out in like two thousand ten. But there was a delay, and they cut the last season into that two is tr- seasons. So yeah. that is true. So maybe like two thousand twenty, two thousand twelve. So yeah. like eleven, twelve years ago. Yeah. Anyways, go watch Breaking Bad. Go watch Breaking Bad. It's really show. good. It's very good. It's in my top. It's in like my top ten shows, and that should say something because the other nine are cartoons. <laughs> <laughs> Says a lot. Um. So yeah. So Caesar leaves, uh, and the war starting. Yeah. The, yeah. The, the war's been going on at this point. The so. big RV came through, and the, so. <laughs> Again, they had to build a wall, and then just helicopters, and then helicopters are, the first are coming. That show up, yeah, tons of them too, like fifteen helicopters yeah. with missiles. Yeah. And they have like, anti-fly, to whatever those what anti-air those? rockets. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which the way that they were talking about, it, like, oh yeah, there's like a small resistance group that's going to be coming for me. No, like a a proper <laughs> fucking army is coming to attack them. Yeah, he did say they would probably send all of them. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> he just didn't. Let them know that all of them would be like a thousand. Yeah, <laughs> compared to like one hundred. Yeah, yeah. And so that's going on. Everybody is dying. Helicopters falling from the sky. Tanks shooting everything. Yeah, they noticed some monkeys are escaping, so they started shooting at the monkeys. Which is just like, like man. yeah, we have these humans who are actively trying to kill us, but apes to kill apes. Yeah, it's uh, racism. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Caesar sees that they're like doing that, and he notices that there's a big old tank of fuel leaking everywhere. And, and he also he, notices a belt of grenades. Yeah. So he takes that. So conveniently put there. Yes. I mean, I buy that the colonel would just have a belt of grenades. Yeah, that's yeah, he seems too. like the type to just have a belt of grenades lying around. Yeah. yeah. So he's like, all right, I know what I must do. So he goes over there to try to uh, save the day, basically. Uh, Donkey's helping the guy with the big turret. On the wall. Yeah. And then uh, Donkey just keeps getting yelled at by the guy. Like donkey, give me the give me the launcher. You fucking donkey! What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, I did not expect for Shrek to be in this movie actually. So that was a weird like. <laughs> it's really weird watching Shrek like shooting at monkeys, going donkey. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was going for Gordon Ramsay, but oh. you know, close enough. <laughs> yeah, same thing. <laughs> <laughs> so Gordon Ramsay is sitting next to Shrek, and they're both shooting yeah. at monkeys. That's a, that a weird joke. That's a weird. <laughs> Gordon Ramsay, like, Shrek, and a donkey walk into a bar. <laughs> Another weird tonal shift for this movie. <laughs> Got it. But yeah, uh, he's like, get the grenade launcher, donkey. And donkey's like, okay. And he goes to get it, and he notices Caesar. Caesar's getting ready to chuck the grenade, but gets shot by an arrow by the guy with the crossbow, who was the one he spared. Yes. Yeah. 
Uh, and he's like kind of been there the whole movie, just yeah. taking orders. And it looks the colonel like, even was like, oh, I bet you regret it, huh? Yeah. Too bad. And like the guy looks like he's being very empathetic and sympathetic to the whole thing. And so it gives you and, the idea that he's going to like change his ways and help out in the end. He doesn't. No. no. <laughs> uh, donkey shoots him. The grenade launcher. Yeah. Just blows him up. You see his hat go up in the air and fall. <laughs> he's like dead, dead. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing left. Yeah. And uh, the guys in the wall are like, what the fuck, donkey? So and they shoot him. him in the head. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Caesar's like, okay, grenade, woo! Giant explosion. Yeah. The whole wall's down. Yeah. Uh, not only was that thing leaking fuel, uh, the the actual building was just full of fuel, too. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> uh, I think there's, like, another taker that was, like, near the building. Yeah, so the entire but, complex goes up. Yeah. yeah. And the, they get away, and, like, everyone's going away. Caesar's hiding behind a rock, and then he notices the fucking actual army yeah pull up and they're like cheering like yeah and then caesar's we did just it like, we killed a hundred people yeah and then caesar's like standing there on a rock he's like staring at it he looks over and then the army starts noticing him and she's like oh right yeah. ah shit it's almost like a looney tunes bit actually yeah but like one guy's getting ready to like shoot but then they all like look at what caesar's staring at there's just a big old avalanche now all the monkeys are like Oh, we should do. We should get get up. We should yeah. go up to the trees. So all the monkeys start climbing the trees. All the monkeys get on the trees. Avalanche kills the all army of humans. The whole army. Yeah, it's all of them. So the army is just dead, which is good. Is it? <laughs> I don't know. It's not bad. <laughs> and apparently, that other side of the army was also anti-ape. So everybody's anti-ape, except for the ape. Well, actually, even some apes are anti-ape. <laughs> yeah. So. Listen, this is it's just the NFTs all over again. I just kill them all. <laughs> just kill all the apes. Uh again, this movie came out in 2017. Rise of the Apes. <laughs> no, wait, that was the last one, my <laughs> that bad. Was, that was the first one. Oh, sorry. Uh so yeah, this is like very there's a lot of political things in here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh but yeah. Ends with them getting to the promised land and Caesar's bleeding like hell because he didn't tell anybody he was dying. Yeah. yeah. Uh whenever he got shot by that crossbow bolt, he just like Kind of ripped it and or ripped off the part that was sticking out in him. And they but just like, started rolling everywhere, so it's probably yeah. deep in his lung. Yeah. <laughs> also got hit by an avalanche while he was, or with that in him, and just dealing with a lot. He's not in good shape. Yeah. No, he's not. But they get to the promised land. Yeah. yeah. And, and everyone's like, like dancing, like, yippee. Yeah. But Maurice is like, hey, you're bleeding. And like lifts his arm from touch. He's like, oh, you're dying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like, Again, like just the CGI in this is impressive because you actually see like the blood dripping off. Yeah, like again, when it's just monkeys close up, it's like really good. Really good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the <laughs> scenes of them walking the promised land that are zoomed out, less good. Not great. Yeah. Less good. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's he's like, well, you know, Maurice, with me gone, you're probably the one. Well, not even he that. said he's yeah. just like he said, uh, apes are yeah. strong, and e- even apes, without yeah. me, apes are still strong. Yeah. It's like, they don't need me anymore. Uh, you all have this. Uh, and then Maurice is like, your son will know who Caesar was. Your he son says will... it specifically. Yes, he, he speaks. This is the first time Maurice speaks. And he's like, your son. Well, actually, he says one word to the yeah. human girl at one point. But uh, yeah, yeah. this is like the first real sentence he says. like, your son will know who Caesar was. He will know what Caesar did for everybody. He will know his father. Yeah. Uh, really good, actually. And uh, then Caesar dies while staring up at the sky, and then it uh, cuts to credits. Yeah, everyone like stops partying and looks over and is like, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's a really good ending, though. It's yeah. really, really good. And uh, that's how the uh, a- trilogy asterisk ends. <laughs> ends asterisk. Yes. <laughs> the asterisk. <laughs> 
the war for the asterisks of the apes. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, again, like re- really somber and like artistic ending. Honestly, it yeah. really is. They uh, went for it a little ham with like the like Jesus stuff, I with feel the like. religious yeah symbolism and all of the World War Two yeah. symbolism. Yeah. yeah, a little ham, but yeah. You know, it's thanks. It's it's just been Thanksgiving. We all got a little ham in our yeah, fridge. We all got a little bit of ham. We all go a little ham sometimes. Uh, yeah. So that's that's the movie. What? Let's go with final thoughts. I guess. <laughs> what are the final thoughts here? Let's go with Robbie first. So once again, I did I did have a couple things to nitpick with this. I think the symbolism was a little bit hard on this movie. Uh, same with like some of the nitpicks that I have with this movie. But like I said, they're just kind of eh. For me, uh, like I did like the fact that Bad Ape was in this movie. Uh, it was weird, almost like tonal shift of like him just being weird and him just trying to be the comedy relief. But he was useful in this movie. He was like an important role in this movie. Still, same thing with Little Girl, who eventually is known as Nova, but for the most mo- oh, yeah. most part, just known as Little Girl. Yeah. Um. Oh, she's also just with the apes, by the way. Yeah, she's, she's just with the apes dur- yeah. during this well, entire time. Because. Yeah. Uh, they teach her sign language, and she uh, eventually asks, like, am I also ape? Because she's helping them out, and uh, that Maurice hands her... Uh, he ignores her question entirely. <laughs> you're Nova. Yeah, and yeah, just says, you're Nova. Uh, but anyways, I, I did still like this movie. The CGI is still, once again, top-notch. Like, a lot of things that some people may not even pay attention to, like he said, the blood, whenever like he touched the blood on the side of Caesar, and it was like kind of dripping down his hands, or like... I mean, one like, that even, was like all the apes in the concentration camp have like super like busted chapped lips. And, yeah. You know. And like same thing with uh, Caesar during the time whenever he was basically being crucified because uh, that scene wherever like he goes to give him a drink of water and dumps the water on top of him. You can see the difference between like the cold, wet, matted fur and the dry fur on his arms. And then you can see it start to frost up afterwards. And like there's even a scene early on wherever um, he sees like those green lasers going through the uh through the waterfall and he walks up to the waterfall and you can see like driplets just kind of falling onto his fur as he walks up to the waterfall like a lot of really really impressive shit like to the point it almost like feels like they were wearing suits and then they just put like cgi over the face but no like it's just all really really good cgi that they did for this movie well no they did mocap well i know they did mocap that's what i'm saying is like i don't think they're wearing fursuits, though. No, no, they're wearing mocap suits. Yeah. <laughs> Which just makes it all that much more impressive. And like uh, E said, it's a weird thing of, like, the further away you get from them, like, the less detail there is, but when you get really close to them, like, there's a scene wherever you see Maurice's face, like, where his face takes up pretty much most of the screen, and you can see each individual hair on his face. Yeah, like, that's yeah. the crazy part. Like, Maurice has hair on his face. Like, crazy. Yeah. It's, like, the insane amount of detail in this is... I don't think we're going to get a movie that looks quite this good for a long time. No. Honestly. It's mind-boggling how much effort that they put into this, but I praise them for how much effort they put into how good this movie looks. Well, especially not now because of all the unions and strikes that worked. Yeah. Yeah. They're not going to want to pay enough to actually do it. Tell you one thing, you're never going to see a Marvel movie look anywhere near this good. (laughs) No, I I like Marvel movies. Yeah, but I agree with you on that, though. Like, Marvel movies have good CGI, but nothing on this level. I disagree on that, actually. I think Marvel CGI has gone real downhill in this phase, but... Okay, some of the early CGI was good. Some of the early CGI was very impressive, yeah. Yeah. I feel like the Guardians had pretty good CGI. Yeah. It did for the most part, but he let them 
do their thing on that. Yeah. They actually, a lot of people really respect James Gunn, who worked with them, because it's like, so many people rush us through everything and tell us that it has to be this way or nothing else, and so we do that, but it's like not our vision, so we don't really like go through with it with passion. And like James Gunn, like, really let us do what we wanted and like planned ahead for these shots. He's like, he knew beforehand what shots he needed CGI for and what they were going to be and worked with us about that. So we could prepare for that specific shot and make it look as good as possible with lighting in-house and as much practical effects as possible so the CGI could pop even better. Yeah. And that's just not what so many directors do. They just think like, eh, we'll fix it and post the CGI. Whereas like James Gunn's like, no, we'll fix it now and we'll touch up if we have to with CGI, And but we're going to try and enhance CGI now so we don't have to try and enhance the movie later. Right. <laughs> but that... Also, the lighting, the lighting in this movie for the CGI the is... The lighting is insane. It is. Yeah. Like, to the point, like, we kept on saying, like, there's certain parts of this, it feels real. And I feel even, like, 10, 20 years from now, it's still going to feel real watching some of these scenes. Yeah. Which is insane to think about. Um, other than that, like I said, storyline is good. It does get dark, but, like, the tonal shift is kind of gives you a little bit of whiplash here and there between going between serious and non-serious moments. But it's still, all in all, like, it's a very good movie, but... Like I said, it's one reason why I debate on whether I like this one or the second one better, but I'd still give this one like a 9 out of 10. This is still a phenomenally good movie. All right. Uh, e. Hi. Hi. Uh, yeah, no, this is probably the best of the trilogy. Uh, it's a good movie. I think it is like very taxing, like Darius says. Mm-hmm. Like this is a this is one that you're like, you feel the time tick by. Yeah. Um, So you got to be ready for that. And... I this is not a trilogy to like try to watch back to back. No, no, I think it would hurt the trilogy. I think you you wouldn't be as into it if you tried watching them all in a row. Honestly. Yeah. Uh, and like all of these have this thing where like there's a huge build up at the start, and I feel like it's really like I just I want to get to the good part. <laughs> I'm so tired. Please <laughs> let me get to the monkeys. <laughs> um. I, I think the biggest flaw of this movie is the huge tonal whiplashes. Um especially like the like breakout mission impossible stuff. Like that's like that's what it feels like. It's so yeah. weird. Yeah. Especially if you like, oh fucking throw shit at the guard. It's like what? Yeah. <laughs> like it's just it's just kinda weird. How ape of them. <laughs> uh Bad Ape also has some issues, but again, he's like a good character and he's fun. Like, so it works out right. more than... It just than... kind of just doesn't... I get what you mean. Yeah. yeah. Um, It's... Yeah, it's just, like, a really interesting, really dark... It's so funny that we're here from <laughs> where we started. Yeah. Yeah. Which was, like, I'm gonna teach this monkey how to be smart. And now it's, like, the mankind knows no wars like the ones that... <laughs> it's just, like... <laughs> It's like, wait, how did we get here again? <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I, I it's JRPG rules, you know. The very first mission that you have, you know. Catch go, a chicken. Yeah, go catch a chicken for, so you can have dinner tonight. The last mission, kill God. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, this is one where, like, I almost feel like some of it gets improved if you didn't have the first of the trilogy, too. Because, like, I think the first movie is, like, fine, but kind of, eh. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, it's, it's one that it's, like, you could see that they were not where they thought audiences would not be cool with, like, not having people. Yeah, for sure. The second still has some of that, but, like, they kind of get away from it. This one is, like, finally, we don't have to deal with having to do with people. Yeah. I almost want to say, I feel like in the first first two movies, they 
would never just like leave monkeys alone basically the second one is a lot better but like even then i feel like they feel like all right it's been 10 minutes with monkeys we gotta cut to a person we, we yeah. can't we can't do this i agree yeah so i think that i think a lot of that improves this movie and makes it really work um that being said uh sometimes i'm not built for long taxi movies <laughs> I don't know. This is not a movie I... This whole trilogy, I don't think I'll ever really have a desire to rewatch, but it was interesting. This was not what I really expected from the Apes trilogy. Yeah. And, you know, I'll, I'll give it like an eight. An ape. An ape. An ape out <laughs> an of ape, eight. ape out of ten. <laughs> an okay. ape in a tent. <laughs> um, Yeah, I totally agree. I think the tonal shifts are really weird and don't really... F- fit the movie yeah. i don't think the those parts are bad i just think they, they could be better they could be better if they weren't like so just like yeah we had a serious conversation about genocide and now we're throwing feces yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like putting rob, uh, rob schneider inside of um oh you said the movie earlier schindler's, uh, Sh- list. schindler's list yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it doesn't make schindler's list a bad movie it's just weird that they put rob schneider in it I might argue it would make it a bad movie. Adam Sandler. Well, anything with Adam Sandler. Yeah. Uh, no, no, I get what you mean, though. Um, yeah. yeah, it's it's really, really good. This movie is, though, I think very mentally taxing. It's asking you to deal with a lot of things, honestly. Yeah. And I think that is why they ended up putting Bad Ape in there, is because they just need something to be like, give the audience five minutes to not have to fucking think about shit, and then we'll get them back in there. They'll be refreshed. It'll be good. Um, because I like Bad Ape as a character, and I think he's really fun and funny, and he actually is helpful for the plot as well. Uh, but it's no denying tonal shift. Yeah, it feels like it really was put in there just for a break of an audience for him to be that much of a comedic relief, and he didn't need to be. I don't know. It's like it's a, like a, iffy. It's not. It's not inherently making the movie worse, but it just makes you like, man, I just kind of wish. Yeah. Yeah. They, yeah. Uh, again, it's the thing where like it feels like they don't trust the audience fully. Yes, which yeah. they're kind of fair to do because audience people are stupid. <laughs> yeah, and like the make part, yeah. they want bad movies ultimately. But <laughs> yeah, for, yeah, people want just dumb popcorn things. Then go and be a ha 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 ha. Ooh, yeah. and like, then walk away. This is definitely like a tough sell to a general audience. Yes, and I think it did fine. Like it made its money back ish, but like it wasn't the big movie of the year. Yeah. Well, Again, you said 2017? 2017, yeah. Didn't the yeah. Avengers come out? Um, One of them? I this think that would have been, been Black it... Panther, I uh, think, or it would have been Thor Infinity Ragnarok. Wars, maybe? No, Infinity War didn't come out until 2018. Okay. Uh, Infinity War 2018, Endgame 2019. Okay. Uh, when, uh, pandemic I did see, 2020. Whenever I was like <laughs> frantically looking for uh, the Caesar's oldest son's name, which I couldn't find, I did actually uh, run by the box office of this. This movie did make a profit. Yeah, good. How much? Uh, this Two dollars. Co- <laughs> it cost a hundred fifty million dollars to make this movie, and it made four hundred ninety million dollars worldwide. Great, Good. made its money back. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, but yeah, I do like this movie. I would give it a nine. I, I think that as a trilogy, it feels very complete. Actually, so I'm a bit disappointed that they did do another one. Yeah, there's room for another one, but it does feel like this is the end of a story. Yeah, yeah, but again. I almost feel like you could just have two movies. Yeah. The first one is fairly weak as a trilogy piece. Yes. It it really feels like that first one was like somebody could, like did that and they're like, what if we like 
do something with this now, though. And they're like, I mean, like we made the first one. I guess we could just go off of that a little bit. I guess. Yeah. Well, it's so funny because, like, I feel like if you just took like the last five minutes of the first one, where like explains <laughs> the pandemic, everything, chuck that at the start of the second one, you're good. <laughs> yes, actually, I agree. I agree. Or just have it like cliff notes in Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Yeah. I mean, I think that there's a lot of stuff with, like learning who Caesar is and like where he comes from that helps his character later on. Yeah, but it's a it's a slog to get there. There's no denying that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, a nine for me. Really enjoyed this. Now I want to try something a little bit different for us. Uh oh, how dare you? Name that monkey. <laughs> we got a big wheel here, guys. We got a million monkeys on the wheel, and we're gonna just spin it, and you have to name the monkey. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Try and name that monkey. Caesar. No, I was curious, George. Ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> uh, so we're going to watch the trailer here. Oh, of four? Of four, yeah. And we're just going to react-ish to it, I guess. I it might cut audio this. audio-only podcast? I might cut this part, and we'll just come back to whenever we've <laughs> watched the That's trailer. That's fair. <laughs> Weird. So I will say it feels more like this is generations later. It does feel that way, yeah. Maybe yeah. this is like uh, it would be almost the start of a new trilogy that they're trying to do. A hundred years in the future. <laughs> Maybe. It could be, yeah. Could be actually. But yeah, what what are your thoughts on that trailer? Uh it feels weird to be there from what we're here. <laughs> yes. Um and again, like I just talked about how like it's weird the start of this trilogy to now. But like that's mostly in like tone and stuff. Yeah. Whereas that's like there's such a huge gap it does feel like a different series it does. which is funny because that's what this series is mm-hmm. yeah in in all honesty yeah it it really does feel like that's kind of, that looks kind of like a remake of the original planet of the apes it yeah it does have that feeling to it yeah except for there's maybe an internal war of the apes it kind of looks like also i mean there kind of was in the original one wasn't there kind of there was disagreements yeah. but it was more like there was like a rogue ape group that disagreed right you think doctor's that ace is... is in it yes that's the one character the, i know name that monkey <laughs> yeah we found him <laughs> but yeah this feels more like they're trying to get more towards like the original planet of the apes with this yeah. one only with you know 2023 graphics i am yeah. gonna say it does look worse it does this movie <laughs> it does look worse than this one yeah than more but yeah, that's that. That's that. Well, I'm saying it. it's a trilogy still until it's yeah. not. Yeah. Uh, if you disagree, shove it up your ass. Eat rocks. I mean, if anyone was going to argue with me about it, I'd say this almost feels like a, they're trying to do a new thing so it wouldn't be part of that trilogy. Hoping. Yeah, kind of like what they did with the both The Hobbit and The Lord of the Rings and what they did with like the Star Wars trilogies. Like They're separate things, technically. They're within the same universe, but they're separate things. Star Wars is a trilogy of trilogies, which is interesting. It yeah. is. Which and half of them are bad. <laughs> half of them are bad. Yes. <laughs> Two and three are bad. Um one's bad. One's bad. Six is okay. Nine. You're really has thinking some about the six spots. Yeah, six. I don't feel like I would put that into good over okay. I guess, yeah. Seven, I would say, is okay, because it just kind of is a rehash. Yeah. Eight's great. Eight's pretty. Eight's cool. Nine has some roughness. Nine has some rough spots. Due to the fact that eight's cool and Star Wars fans didn't like that it was cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
Yeah. Go, go watch your Star Wars stuff, actually. That was a fun series. Yeah, go listen to that one. But yeah, I basically say that because the first trilogy, you know, with Rise, Dawn, and War is like Caesar's trilogy. And this is feels like it's going off into someone else's uh, storyline. Whether they're going to try to make it a trilogy or not, or whether it's just going to be its own thing. Like, I guess we're going to find out, but we're going to find out how it does. Yeah, the box office, just, really. Like, I guess... Unless you get to tell me it's like the same director, there's nothing inherently about that that tells me it's connected to this trilogy. It is not Matt Reeves directing it. Uh, according to Matt Reeves, this is where he wanted to take it. Uh, well, I won't count. I, I feel like it should just be its own thing. Unless there's going to be something directly connecting them in the in the thing. And more than just like, oh yeah, there's this character that was in the other one. Like, Which it might end up just being that. Yeah, honestly. I, unless like there's a direct through line, I want to say that you could probably just cut cut the tie. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. But yeah. Uh, e. Yo. If anybody wants to get a hold of us? Where can they do that? We have a link tree. L i n k t r dot e e slash l o i p. Gives you a link to all the podcast stuff. Though you probably know what you want. Yeah, you're listening to the podcast right now. You know where you want to listen to. <laughs> yeah. Uh, as well as our Twitch stream and archive every Wednesday. Every Saturday, most Thursdays, we play video games. Wednesday, it's just me and Jariah. I am continuing Symphony of the Night. Yes, that will be continued on this upcoming one, or uh, when this comes up yesterday, I guess. Yeah. Thursday, when this comes out, me and D play Rando Fidos. We have a big wheel of random fighting games. We spin it, and we play that game for 30 minutes. Yeah. And it's then a lot of fun. There's a lot of random games in there. A lot of randos, a lot of Fidos. And then Saturday, we're uh, going to do some other stuff, some yeah. dumb stuff. And uh, this will be the last official podcast episode Yes, of, of 2023. Of 2023. We are going to start working on our end of the year stuff now. So you, there will be a break for a week or two, and then you'll start seeing content out, and then we're going to take a break while that content comes out, and we'll be back next year fresh-faced on that. But uh, yeah, so it'll be either one week without a podcast or two. Not sure yet. And then the end of the year stuff at the end of the year. And, um... Yeah. 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 And then uh, December 7th, we'll be doing a live stream of the Game Awards on December 7th on Thursday. I don't know if I work yet. I'll I'll be doing it one way or another. Yeah. I'll be there for that, so... Listen. Whether me or E are there is a whole other thing, but Dry will definitely be there. Yep. Either Dry could be there having fun, or I can be there to complain. <laughs> Either way, I'm having a great time. Yeah. I'm going to be like, uh, they only put four indie games in this whole thing. Very likely. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is a, supposedly going to be a very good Game Awards for world premieres. Who said that? A bunch of people, actually. A bunch of people. They better impressed. show off the next Smash Bros. That's definitely happening. Uh, you know, I, Nintendo, they love showing stuff off at the Game Awards. They love. Literally, all I want is a teaser for Alan Wake 2 DLC. That's all I want. <laughs> you just got the game. Yeah, I want the teaser for the DLC. You just got the game. I want, give me more of it. Oh, my god. Yeah, he just wants more. Give me more. He, his bloodlust cannot be satisfied. Put it in my you know, veins. let's let's bring up the hopium for everyone, and uh, <laughs> you know, there's definitely got to be Hollow Knight news. They're definitely going to announce Silk Song. It's definitely happening. It's gonna be 25 minutes of gameplay in there. Uh, they actually win Game of the Year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All, out the, of all the all the people who like vote played it. They're like, this is just all, this is gonna win every category. Uh, they're gonna announce a new Jurassic Park game. <laughs> where you're actually a raptor with a machine gun. Ooh. So look forward to that announcement. Oh, announce. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, they're going to port Uniracers to the Switch, yeah. actually. Uh, and Nintendo's going to show off the Switch, too, on stage live. So With Uniracers. With Uniracers. Uh, with Uniracers. The new gimmick and... is there's actually a unicycle that comes out of the Switch. <laughs> <laughs> 
And you have to actually put the controllers on the bottom of your feet so you can pedal the uh, unicycle. Yep. So look forward to all of that. That's yeah. definitely yeah, 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 going to yeah. happen. That's definitely going to happen. They're definitely going to uh, also announce Half-Life 3 and the sequel to Advent Rising. And uh, uh, Jeff Kill- Kill- Kinley. What's his name? Jeff Keeley. Jeff Keeley. He's going to do a backflip. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to do a backflip. And um, uh, in all seriousness, the only one thing we can be guaranteed of is to see 30 new seconds of Death Stranding 2. Man, I'm just gonna be like, I don't care about this game. I don't care about this game. I don't care about this. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I look forward to that. Yeah. Um, everybody, have a good one. Uh, thanks for joining us, Robbie. Get us out of here. So, if you're out and about, make sure to be nice to the apes. They're not savages, even though people say that they are. But whether this is the very first time you've listened to us, or even though this is the very beginning, thank you for listening. Thank you so much. Talk to you guys again soon. Have a good one. Bye. Bye.